0: out of the scripture in Luke, where the, the disciples are walking on the road to Emmaus after Jesus rose from the dead. And again, they did not discern Jesus. They were, they were blinded to his presence. They were blinded to Jesus. And you've got to think about this. This was the resurrected Jesus in the flesh, and, they, and these men of his, these disciples, could not recognize him. Now, if that's true, you've got to ask yourself, could it be possible that in 2020, where we are today, that Jesus is in our midst and we don't see him? Could it be possible that he's walking amongst us and moving and doing things and speaking, yet we do not discern him? Could it be possible he's working in our families and in our churches and in our businesses and even in our nation, in the nations of the earth? Is it possible he is among us and we do not perceive him? Hey everyone, you're listening to the Braveheart podcast. This is the final episode of the year 2020. It's been an amazing year. Hope you had an awesome Christmas. As we enter into the new year, my heart is so filled with expectation, joy, hope, confidence. Um, I'm just so excited and I can't wait to share with you guys uh, just all that God has put on my heart, uh, everything that's happening with Braveheart Ministries. Um, and so I, I wanted to just uh, read a, a scripture in John to you. We're going to talk today a little bit uh, about uh, just what God is, is doing, what I believe he's going to do in 2021. Um, but, but I want to introduce this concept to you um, about Jesus hiding in plain sight, Jesus hiding in plain sight. In John chapter 1, verse 9, it says this The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. (laughs) And I begin to think about that uh, specifically this season. Uh, With Christmas and New Year's and and Christ being born, the year we celebrate, uh, the time of year that we celebrate the birth of Jesus, uh, whether it was actually this time of year or not, really doesn't matter. Um, The fact is, he was born, and this is the time of year we celebrate that. And I was just imagining Jesus growing up as a boy, um, Jesus coming to his own, as the scripture says, yet the world. Did not know him, and I was, you know, going through different scenarios in my head, just imagining things. You know, when Jesus was a teenager, did you know? Did someone insult him? Did someone, you know, say, "Hey, get out of the way." You know, you need to move. You know, I was thinking about these things where these people for 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 thirty years prior to Jesus starting his public ministry, um, God was in the flesh, and the people around him knew it not. They, they did not recognize God. And, and you got to slow down with this thought for a minute because it's a, it's a humbling thought, it's a sobering thought that, that the living God could be in our midst and we could not recognize him. That, that he, was, he was veiled in a body of human flesh of, of such uh, likeness of our own that, that, that very God of very God was in our midst, and we did not recognize him. We could not discern him. We did not see that it was Jesus. And even when Jesus came in John chapter 2, he turned the water into wine, and he revealed his glory. Um, then they began to believe in him. But But still then, only those whom he had called could recognize him, could see him as the Messiah, as the coming Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world and and I was thinking about that in light of, of of the the year that we're living in the days that we're living in and I and I began to realize that that there are so many places for Jesus to hide in our in our modern era that there's so many uh, places in plain sight that I believe Jesus can hide that we can miss Jesus in plain sight that there's things that blind us and keep us from from discerning his presence from understanding his nearness to us and so um, to go back to that thought earlier I was imagining someone insulting Jesus and the very breath that they used to insult him was given to them by him (laughs) and 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 the humility of Jesus, if we sit long enough with it, it it offends us at very best, but it keeps us blind to his nearness at worst. And what do I mean by that? I mean, when when you truly appreciate just how humble Jesus was being in a human form without people knowing who he was for so long... It it just does something to you, and if you've never actually sat with the Lord and just meditated on that reality, I encourage you to do so because, um, specifically in this day and age, um, there are so many people who get hurt and offended and feel rejected because the church or the world doesn't recognize how anointed they are. We we, you know, we so quickly lose our cool because someone didn't ask us to preach a sermon or to sing a song or to be to lead an outreach or lead a small group. We we get our feelings hurt so quickly because if they only knew what kind of anointing I had, if they only knew how powerful I was in God and what kind of revelations and the encounters I've had and and how prophetic I was. And man when I go to the streets, people have encounters with God, but I go into the church and no one recognizes me as a man of God. See We get so offended and so hurt because we're not comfortable being veiled and and people not seeing who we really are. But for 30 years, Jesus walked around and, and, and everyone but maybe his mom and his dad, maybe a select few, maybe Anna, Simeon, few people, who recognized, knew who He was, Jesus was comfortable not being known. He was comfortable not being seen. I mean, that is is a tremendous amount of humility and something that we can learn from. And so, again, bringing that into modern day, um, there are so many opportunities to be blinded to God. People, all the time, I see people, they point to uh, politics. They point to religion. They point to pain. They point to disappointments that they've had in the church. And there's so many opportunities that we have uh, to not see Jesus, to not recognize him in our midst. But but what if what if we could begin to recognize Jesus hiding in plain sight? What if he wasn't far from any of us? What if we could discern his presence even now? And so, as I look forward to 2021 um, this has been a prayer of my heart is, is Lord, how do we recognize what you're doing in the earth um, again if you're if you're online, um, if you're connected to the world in any way, shape or form, you will know that that the prophets are prophesying uh, messengers are messengers are speaking, pastors are speaking um, there's so many different words coming out there. That it can it can feel really hard to discern what God's saying, um, and so just a practical, just as a, a as a filter. Um, again, if you are not in the Word of God, um, you will find it really hard to filter um, the, the noise. Um, there are many many people, surprisingly, even Christians. modern day, who do not believe the Bible is the Word of God. They do not believe it is inerrant. They believe that, well, just a bunch of men wrote it, and so we can't really take it seriously. We can't really take it at face value. Um, That is, that thinking is, believe it or not, it is uh, increasing like crazy, even in the midst of church. People saying, well, I don't think the Word of God, the Bible is, you know, is this, this authority. I believe it's sort of just one of many resources that we have at our fingertips to find God. Um, and I would just I would vehemently disagree with that. I believe the Bible is the Word of God. It can be taken at face value, um, and that in this Word uh, is the conduit through which we know the living Word, whose name is Jesus, and that the Spirit of God wrote these men uh, and women who wrote this, um, who were carried along by the Spirit, um, that it's inspired, authored by God for us, so that we can know Him, experience Him, uh, and and ultimately make Him known to the world around us. And so I wanna I wanna say that because that is um, that's like that's fundamentals. If you're away from the Word of God, um, you will be lost as a goose. You will not be able to to discern up from down, left from right, good from bad, um, righteous from unrighteous. Um, it, it's just it, it's getting too crazy out there. And so, um, but, but beyond that, um, one of the things I've been praying into is, God, how, how can we, A, recognize you in our midst, and B, partner with what you're doing? A friend of mine recently um, was telling me, and I have to, I'll have to have him uh, here on the podcast here soon. Maybe we can talk about it in the new year. His name is Chris, uh, and he lives in Florida, and he's just a dear brother of mine, wonderful man of God. And he's, he was telling me that the Lord was speaking to him. Uh, out of the scripture in Luke, where the, the disciples are walking on the road to Emmaus after Jesus rose from the dead. And again, they did not discern Jesus. They were, they were blinded to his presence. They were blinded to Jesus. And you've got to think about this. This was the resurrected Jesus in the flesh, and, they, and these men of his, these disciples, could not recognize him. Now, if that's true, you've got to ask yourself, could it be possible that that in 2020, where we are today, that Jesus is in our midst and we don't see him? Could it be possible that he's walking amongst us and moving and doing things and speaking yet we do not discern him. Could it be possible he's working in our families and in our churches and in our businesses and even in our nation, in the nations of the earth? Is it possible he is among us and we do not perceive him? If if two of his disciples were in the flesh with him and couldn't perceive him, how much more is it possible for us today uh, for, for whatever reason that, that we are not discerning his presence. And I believe, obviously, the answer is it's very possible. In fact, I believe this is where so much of our issues and challenges are coming from. And so um, as, as they continued walking, uh, they get to the house, and, and it says this, that in the breaking of bread, he was revealed to them the sound of the bread breaking their eyes were opened and they saw jesus now if you have ever made bread if you've ever eaten bread if you've ever grabbed a big crusty loaf of bread it makes a sound when you break it there is a it is a it is a delicious sound it's a humble sound it's an ordinary sound it's a sound that would that some people would take little note of unless they were hungry the sound of the breaking of bread, there was there was the revealing of Jesus to their hearts. And they recognized, they said, did not our hearts burn? Did our hearts not burn when we walked with this man? And so, as I prayed into that, I believe there is a sound, a new sound, not, not a not a roar, not a great, not a great thundering from the heavens. I believe that this sound being released in 2021 is the sound of the breaking of bread, and that around tables and around homes and around couches and living rooms, groups of ten, groups of twelve, groups of fifteen, in the breaking of the bread, Jesus is going to be revealed in 2021 to the body of Christ, and He's going to be revealed. In, in homes, of course, he's going to be revealed in local churches. He's going to be revealed uh, in congregations. But as restrictions are being placed, as churches rethinking how we gather, as churches are, are, are looking at, 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 at implementing small groups or, or, or maybe just re uh, reemphasizing small groups, um, I believe that the sound of the breaking of bread in the communion with Christ and each other, there is going to be a revelation of Jesus in our midst um, that has been here all along, but we've just missed it. And, and so for those of you who know, uh, next year, 2021, we are launching officially what we are calling Cultivate, and Cultivate is simply this. It's a grassroots discipleship movement where we are raising up leaders to live a gospel that's focused on God instead of man. And I'll say it again, it's a grassroots discipleship movement where we are raising up leaders to live out a gospel that is focused on God instead of man. And, and so practically what this looks like is we have, um, we have developed resources, training materials. We are launching next month a, a training course from our, our Cultivate event back in November. Um, that you will be able to purchase you can go to braveheartu.com uh, you can go through freedom with god and this cultivate training course and then what we will do is we will walk with you ongoing all of our cultivate leaders and facilitators uh, we are going to pour into you resource you equip and empower you to around the table share the gospel with friends family neighborhoods coworkers. And, and we firmly believe that this thing in 2021 is going to explode, that the gospel is going to take off in hearts, in homes, uh, in lives, in families, in marriages, in children uh, like we've never seen. And though it may be plain, though it may be ordinary, though it may seem so simple, that, though it may seem so humble, we believe this is what God is doing. Uh, we already have right now currently around 40 trained leaders who are taking other people through Braveheart resources. They are gathering in homes. They are gathering over Zoom. People are encountering the presence of God. They're going through our, uh, our resources. We're getting testimonies daily about the transformation that's taking place uh, in the body of Christ. Christians are coming alive to God again. I want to tell you this, if you believed the gospel and the ministry of the gospel was just to get the lost saved, um, I want to submit to you that the gospel is also, it's not just for that, it's also the environment, a healthy environment in which Christians mature out of sin and into Christ-likeness. And so this ministry that, of the gospel that God has given us is not just to get the lost saved, it's to create a healthy environment in the church in which Christians grow up out of sin and into Christ's likeness. And, and this is the heartbeat of what we're doing with Cultivate. We are partnering with pastors in churches. There are pastors that are reaching out to us, and they're saying, hey, we need a discipleship framework. We need a discipleship value system. Uh, we need resources. We need training for our small groups. Uh, so we are, we are, in addition to this grassroots thing, we are also partnering with pastors and local churches and uh, equipping them as well uh, to see this fleshed out in their local congregations um, we are putting the gospel back into the church. It is the foundation. Uh, it is the framing. It's the drywall. And it's the air in between. It is the environment of the new covenant. And so I share that with you why. Uh, because in January, we are going to be, begin focusing uh, our our messages, our ministry um, on raising up these leaders we are going to resource you Um, again this video course uh, that that we have put together will be live in January you will be able to to access that Um, this will give you the what why and how of starting a cultivate group it'll give you the heartbeat behind it it'll give you the vision behind it Um, it'll answer all the questions you have Um, and so guys I you know call me crazy call me biased um, you say, Peter, this is your ministry. I believe with all of my heart um, that, that that this is such an important part to the kingdom puzzle. Again, Braveheart Ministries, we are playing a small part in this grand, glorious kingdom picture. There are so many pastors and leaders and ministries laboring around the world. Uh, but I want to invite you, uh, at the end of 2020, Um, If this podcast has blessed you, if it has strengthened your relationship with the Lord, if you've gotten unstuck, if you've found freedom, if you've gotten confidence, um, I want to invite you to sow into this movement, to sow into Cultivate, to sow into Braveheart Ministries, um, and and know this, um, we are going to labor in 2021 to see this thing grow, um, and what we're doing is we're, we're making it not about me. It's not about my gift. It's not about my teaching uh, gift or some message I have. It's about Jesus Christ being exalted and uh, in, in his body being made whole. And, uh, and I'm so encouraged, guys, because I'm actually seeing fruit of this gospel being multiplied in people's hearts um, where I'm not there and fruit's happening. Why? Because Jesus is there. And he's the one that it's all about. And so, as we close 2020, um, I close just with so much gratitude in my heart. Um, You guys leaving uh, reviews on the podcast means so much to me. I read them. Uh, When you review the podcast, when you send us emails, info at braveheartministries.org, it just means a lot. We read them. We have a small team of people here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Our heart is for you. We're not trying to build a name, we're not trying to build a ministry, Uh, we're seeking a kingdom, and we're seeking a king, and his name is Jesus, and you guys are part of that journey, and so I want to invite you, uh, 2021 is going to be one to remember, Um, we will send out some more information, but um, again, I just pray, if if God has blessed you and you feel uh, led, would you consider sowing a seed into Braveheart and into this Cultivate movement, uh, I believe the body of Christ is gonna be strengthened and the world is gonna see Jesus in a way uh, that they've never seen him before. So I love you guys. I bless you. Hope you have an amazing new year. Love you so much. See you. Most people feel stuck in their relationship with God because they're believing lies about what he's like. Your tax deductible gift to Braveheart Ministries enables us to create simple resources that help people see and understand how good God really is. This results in people finding lasting freedom and deepening their connection to God. To make a donation, please go to braveheartministries.org forward slash give or text give to 469 423 9966. That is four six nine four two three nine nine six six. Give.